Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where we talk with normal, everyday people about their experiences of mental health. I'm really pleased to welcome today Matt Mason Haynes, who's going to talk to us about his experiences of mental health. We have a lovely conversation about the journey he's been on through his life and understanding of what mental health all, is all about. So, Matt, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for calling me normal. <laughs> there you go. We're all normal, right? Nobody's nobody's abnormal. Um, so I'm going to do my introduction to Matt, as I know him. Um, I know a little bit about his background experiences. I do also want to put out the caution that says, you know, we will get into some potentially challenging conversations. We might talk about some things that are quite, you know, difficult to to talk about at times. So I just want to make sure everybody is is uh, taking the right protection from themselves. If you feel uncomfortable with any of the conversations at any time feel free to stop listening okay so just wanted to share that with you up front um so matt and i met uh, a couple of years ago i guess i, I can't even remember the day um and we met in a coffee shop in camberley and in i won't name the brand but uh, we met up to chat all things mental health there is a mutual friend that introduced us to each other thinking that we were both on the same sort of journey and i guess in many ways we are um so it's fascinating i've met matt we met for that coffee we had a lovely chat about mental health and we've stayed in touch ever since we've done a few things together um and it's just great to introduce him into this conversation matt also is a family man very similar to myself with, with wife and children and and it's it's lovely to sort of to have met Matt and to have continued this conversation to this point where today we get the chance to chat for the for the population of people that want to listen to us talk about all different stuff. So Matt, pleasure. Introduce yourself. Your turn. Your time to shine. Well, thanks for having me. As I said, yeah, um, you've done the introduction and how we met. So yeah, I'm Matt. I'm you know, in my forties, hitting the middle. Um, I live with my wife and my two stepkids. Um, they're from a previous marriage. We're both in our second marriages. Um, and we live in a quiet little village in Surrey. And it's 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 lovely. So, you know, I used to live in the town that Matt lives in. I used to be, you know, uh, now. So that's how we know we have a mutual friend. And, you know, when I started my journey into learning more about mental health, we were introduced. And, and Matt's been a great source of information and, and comfort and help since, really. Um, so how did I get you? Know, so I run or I run Mindset, um, which is a mental health training consultancy, very similar to you, know, what Matt does. Um, and I guess I got into my journey learning more about mental health probably around five years ago when I was studying for health and safety. I, was do I, I wanted a career change. I was looking, I started looking at health and safety as an option. Um, it's something I'd always done but not really invested much in the education of. Um, so we had, and as part of one of the qualifications, I had to write an essay around the company I was working for at the time um, and their health and safety policies and procedures and what we thought we could do better, what we couldn't. Um, and at the time, um, my father was diagnosed with uh, lung cancer. Unfortunately, it was terminal. Um, and my brother also worked at the company. And we had two very, very different experiences with our line managers around how that was handled. Um, so I decided to look at how the company helped people with not, not, not necessarily looking after themselves physically, but how they looked after themselves mentally. Uh, and I went down that sort of journey and that really raised some interesting points for me. And I realized that as a society, not just at that company at the time, but as a society, we invested a lot in looking after people's physical health, um, but very little 
around looking after the body as a whole and you know, making sure that people were in the right frame of mind people knew what they had the same sort of access to physical help uh, as they would do to you know, to mental health help um and they didn't so that led me to become a mental health first aider that inspired me to become a mental health first aid instructor that's then inspired me to set up mindset mindset sport which we may or may not come on to later um and you know, and go down this route so that's how i kind of got into it really well there you go so so thanks um, many many promos for your business there which is great um that's what this is all about as well by the way this isn't this isn't just about my business um but you know mindset is a great organization and you're right you know you do you do things in different communities as well I and mean, we will talk about the sport thing but i do want to make sure we cover that too because you're you're very sort of ingrained into some of these thoughts of how to support more men in particular in sport and and i think that's just incredible so it is a pleasure to have you uh, let's start with the big question. So tell us your journey with mental health, if that's okay. Yeah, so I look back now and realise it started much, much earlier. But I guess my first diagnosis was with around depression and anxiety it was in my mid, early to mid-20s, I guess, um, which was a very different time to be, to have mental health problems mental health issues whatever you want to call them um or to be have a mental health diagnosis of illness um it was a tough time to sort of uh, uh, you know to be able to sort of turn around you know i went to the doctor and said i'm not feeling great you know i'm knackered i've got no motivation i've got none of this i'm just exhausted all the time and much of the conversation was well you're depressed take these gave me a prescription and that was it that I was like, OK, so no advice, no help, no anything about what to expect, how to go forwards, all the, all the things that we you we, we try and do now with, with people. Um, and that sort of led to an up and down relationship with the tablets I was on and so on and so forth. And I did attempt to take my life probably about four or five years later after that first diagnosis, um, which really profoundly affected a lot of people I know, a lot of people who were involved, you know, my family. And it was a bit of a wake up call for me as well as around, um, wow, this is actually a real thing. You know, this is actually something that I need to learn to live with, learn to accept um, and, and, and understand a little bit more. So I kind of became very open about, you know, I don't, about my mental health and about the diagnosis I had so it kind of then streamed into you know, things and I've, I've been very lucky that my group of friends are very understanding and very very open and, and accepting of it you I look I look back over things I've done behaviors I've exhibited and all those sorts of things I go wow what's a bit of a knob quite frankly, oh, yeah. because I didn't understand it and I didn't understand what was driving yep. the, the, those behaviours. Um, so, yeah, I, I look back and I, I, I have a <laughs> I have some very, very patient friends in my, <laughs> in my, in my circle, in my circle of, who, who have endured some um, spectacular things. And, and the fact that they're still around is is amazing. So I thank them all. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's. I look back now as a with that wisdom of age and that clarity of thought that I think yeah, we touched on earlier on in a, in a private chat, didn't we? That you sort of go, 
if only I'd known or if only I'd, I'd experienced. So, and that kind of drives, drives me on. And that kind of, that's the kind of experiences I want to share with people as part of what I do now. Yeah. And what I want to do more is just trying to impart that wisdom that 20, 25 years of living with depression, anxiety, um, knowing the peaks and pits that come with it um, and, and how, how I can help other people really. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's predominantly why I, I, I've, I've tried to move into the world of mental health training. You know, I want to be able to teach people to understand what goes on in people's heads, I guess. Yeah. And, you, you know, you've got that real lived experience. And it's one of the, one of the valuable commodities of, a, of an instructor with lived experience is that reality of, you know, I can talk to you from my perspective. And, and I'm a big fan of this thought that says we all have our own independent, unique perspectives. Not one of us can see things the same way. And yet we might have the same opinions about things, but, but we see things and feel things very differently. It's, it's fascinating to hear you talking, Matt. And I really appreciate you being so candid and honest so quickly, you know, in these conversations. This is what this is about, right? This is about having a forum or an opportunity for anybody to talk about their experience and their story. Because these are things that you've shared that probably not a lot of people would know about you. And, and you, you mentioned something quite important in there. Well, not quite, but very important about your friends. I do want to just touch on that just a second, just to, just to, hear, to hear a little bit more about how, how did your friends find out, firstly, and how, how did they react in the first instance? What was the sort of the general reaction from people? Um, I've, I've never shied away from saying that I've, you had a diagnosis of depression anxiety okay yeah. um so if people want to talk to you about it then they will and you know, I, i've had conversations with people since when you know, now that i've become more open and more talking about you know, people used to talk about oh you know that mood matt used to get into mm -hmm. i'm like I, I didn't know i used to get into that mood um so they they'd already spotted it they already knew they knew something was up um whether or not they put two and two together or whether or not I'd allowed them to put two and two together. You know, I was never afraid of talking about it, but I wasn't actually open and honest, I don't think. So if somebody, you know, so people have sort of said, oh yeah, that mood that Matt used to get into. Yeah, and it, I think in hindsight, it's a reflection of my low mental health at the time, lots of other bits and pieces, you know. So I've, I, most of my friends and most of my associates found out when I attempted to save my life. Right. You know, yeah, that's kind yeah. of that was kind of the oh wow, oh yeah, yeah. serious moment. And that was that was it for me as well. It was that kind of like this, I can't hide away from this anymore. I can't put it to the background and pretend it doesn't happen. Mm. You, it's kind of got to its pinnacle, and this is where where it's at. And you know, and so a lot of people found out like that and you know and I, I've tried to be open and honest but I've I you know I guess until very recently I, I wouldn't openly discuss it but if somebody wanted to know about it I would but now I'm an advocate I will turn, turn around you it's not the first thing I talk about with people <laughs> and likewise if I you know I don't turn around and go oh I've got a broken leg and a broken arm and a broken finger mm -hmm. you know, but if that conversation crops up then yeah I'll, I'll talk about it but I am pushing, I do try and talk about it a lot more in a, in a, in a group situation and, and help other people understand what it's like, I guess. 
toughness and that and, and that can only be applauded matt because the reality is these are hard things for anybody to one to hear and obviously for the person who's struggling or been through it to talk about as well yeah so 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 kudos to you and and well done for you know sharing that message and and really helping to sh to sort of shine a light on some of these topics that are very challenging for people yeah. and as I said at the beginning of this, you know, if you feel uncomfortable with this conversation, you know, this is this is real. This is a real conversation about real stuff that happens to real, normal, everyday people like Matt or I or whoever's on these conversations. It's such an important message, Matt. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it, it's it's one of those messages that you know I'm very fortunate and yeah. a group of my friends. You, know, I play rugby, which is not necessarily a sport you necessarily you, you associate with vulnerability should i say um but thankfully my old rugby club were really really understanding and yeah they would they would talk to me about this and and, and it's amazing the stories that open up when you open up you know other people talk to you and my current rugby club um we are actually got a health we've got a, a, a well-being program that um a couple of us are work, working on myself with um a guy called danny leeds and, and the coaches so we've actually moving on another step from just being open and honest about it about to actively encouraging um conversations and you we i looked at the website the other day the rugby club website the other day and the entire front page because we can't play rugby at the moment was just full of wellness tips it, you know, how to cope with lockdown how to you know, you know, bits and pieces around financial well-being physical well-being you know, it's not just about the mental health side of it it's it's just about well-being as a whole um yeah you know, we did a piece on alcohol awareness and all those sorts of things so you know, the whole front page of this rugby of our rugby club page was about looking after yourself which is unusual i think <laughs> so needed isn't it? it it's such a needed resource for especially when you can't do the thing. And, and I've had many conversations, I'm sure you have too, about the impact not being able to do the thing you enjoy the most is having on people. As a rugby player, you, you rely on having 30 players on a field. Or if, if my numbers are right, I'm not sure if it's 30. Is it 30? Yeah, 15 aside, probably. <laughs> we're not playing, we need more because obviously yeah. I'm not very fit. <laughs> yeah, so, so I do about 10 minutes and then I'm substitutes off. Substitutes on the side. But you know, so, so you're used to playing on a field with so many other players and to be then stood down from that and can't do it. It's, it's almost like the injury effect, isn't it? Of, yeah. And you can't play and you're injured and you're just really not allowed to get out there and do it. It's, it's a hard one. That's incredible that you have this. Uh, you know, what is the rugby club? What's the website? It's, yeah, right. uh, it's Hazelmere Community Rugby Club. Um, and and they, you know, and my previous rugby club was, and I'm not because I'm not going to this, you know, they, they, they kind of allowed me to express, and that was Overton, so just around the corner from you. Um, so Overton Rugby Club, um, I played for the second team there, and 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 they were really, really brilliant and accepting. And, and I, I think you know, sport is changing, sport is accepting and, and understanding that. There is a need to look after the health as a whole. Mm. Um, it's not just you. There is still a massive focus on the physical health. You, you training twice a week, whatever, three times yep. a week, playing the game. We are we at the point where we have a mental health training session once a week or a mental health session once a week? No, we're not. You and it, well, do we want that? I don't know. People get people don't play. People do things for different reasons. Um, but just to have that acknowledgement in that in that space that you they're committed to looking after the whole person, not just I think it's great. rugby you. 
not just the size of your shoulders and the strength of your legs. It's about looking, yeah. And there is the correlation, obviously, about mindset, sports mindset, you. Know, and the big rugby clubs and the big sports clubs and all the professional clubs have sports psychologists. Yeah. They deal with all of that and they will get you in the right. You know, local grassroots sports clubs don't have that facility. You know, you're lucky if you get a, an unmuddy pitch on a winter to go out and play. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, don't have the facilities to do that. So, you know, it's, it's those sorts of conversations are really important to have. And especially with the lower down, in my opinion, you know, the, the lower down of the kids, if you can get ingrain that sort of ethos around whole body health mm. to the coaches with the kids, it stops people growing up. It's a lot easier to teach a kid to have the right emotional responses than it is to try and fix an adult who's 20, 30, 40 years into having the same emotional responses. And you know, trying to change those is it's tough. It's hard work. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can, but it takes a lot more takes a lot more work yeah we're, and we're at that age of course where we we already know it all and we we don't, we don't need changing you know until we crash and i think that's one of the challenges isn't it it's that sort of realization one of the, i find it fascinating i've had a couple of these conversations where sort of the crash moment the hard moment where things went wrong is sort of that moment of almost enlightenment of actually yeah. the values that i have in life the things that i find you know are more valuable to me and i'm not talking about monetary i'm talking about sort of the realization that family and friends and community is such an important aspect of, of mental health and actually mental wealth in many ways you hear those terms too right um you've started and i, I want to sort of delve a little bit deeper into this sports thought because you know this is an interesting conversation you're obviously very passionate about sort of encouraging more discussions around mental health across sport in the work you do so you have launched something recently, haven't you? So talk about your stuff with mind, uh, Mindset Sport. So mind, Mindset is, is, is my vehicle for training, but I kind of realised that, as I just sort of alluded to, that um, grassroots and community sports clubs don't have facilities to deal with mm. mental health issues. They might not have mental health first aiders in place and if they do where where do they go to get their resources mm. um you know we we're lucky at Hazelmere we've got two mental health first aiders there's myself who deals with the adults and then there's Danny who deals with who's got who's got the children's qualification so uh, the youth qualification so we're experiencing that but you might not be as a coach you might not be as a leader you might not be as a parent um or as a player so what I've kind of done is is I'm trying to put everything in one place Mm -hmm. it's not it's not advice it's people to go to for advice do you know what i mean so the, the samaritans are on there and i know you're heavily involved in the samaritans so there's a click-through link to get to them there's a click-through link to get to shout there's a click-through link to a couple of um talking groups that i know of that have, have come on board blokes and man gang um but it's not just there are but i want to go down the route of nutrition i want to go you know i want to get pts involved mm. Physical injury prevention tips on there. Um, I want to, you know, there's a access to, you know, financial information and those sorts of things. So, so it, I want it to be a sort of a one-stop shop note, so that no matter what's bothering you or whatever is is causing the problems, it's it's you've got one place you can go as a coach, as a leader, as a mental health first aider, as an individual, as a parent, and you can just go right. I need to find out what's happening. So I click on that page, mindset sport. 
you know, because all the information is out there. Yeah. It's all out there. It's just finding it that's that's a minefield. You know, you, you type anything into Google and you end up with 15 million pages of nonsense. Yeah. So I've tried to distill it down, basically. Um, and I, I suppose my goal is that it touches every single amateur sports club out there. If it does, it does. But if it helps, if I've, you know, I've, you know, as we were discussing earlier on, you just kind of get that bee in your bonnet and you, you do it. So if you, if a couple of days or night and nights of editing and hunting and using the information that I know yeah. and putting it out onto a website helps just one person, then fine, brilliant. I'm, I'm done. I'm happy. You know, um, it's been, you know, it's been taken on by a few people um, already, which is brilliant news. Um, and, and, and they've shared it with their members. But so as so long as you, it helps. And if there are any contributors out there, Matt, if you wanted to do, you write a little bit for me, I don't know, um, around stuff and bits and pieces that you do in, around, around where you live, because obviously the more local, the better, um, as, yep. as we know. So yeah, it's there as a completely free resource. As, you know, all I ask is that you give me your email address so that I can send you more information and keep you updated when new stuff comes out. That's it. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's what I'm trying to do with it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not sports psychology. It's not anything else. It's just a one-stop shop that says, you know what, if I know someone or see someone, or I want to learn more about signs and symptoms, then I can go there and, and, and look it up. It's, it's, you know, it's not opinion. It's not yes. my opinion. There might be some blogs, but it is just directing you to people like mine, to, to Samaritans, to yeah. all the charities, all the big help, you know, Booper and all those sorts of pieces. So it's there. You amazing. can find it. Yeah, that's, and that's amazing. You know, I think it's such an important resource and it will grow as people share it and support it. So, you know, I really want to encourage anybody listening, you know, if you're involved with community sports, sports clubs or whatever they might be, charities, etc. You know, please you know do make sure that you you cover this as a key part of that ongoing sort of development and evolution of the programs you know ultimately for me the way i see sport is is it's encouraging education around understanding when you do sport the benefits it has to you mentally in terms of you know not every time you lose you're going to be happy of course but that's still part of a learning journey that says you know if you won every game and you're excellent at everything and excelled at everything it's almost like well where's the pinnacle where's the where's the where's better than that and and, it, and, it, and I think there's a lot, there's so much work that can be done. A lot of, a lot of clubs do have welfare officers and, yeah. you know, it's sort of just taking that well and adding being and stuff like that to it, isn't it? The human elements and emotional support. And yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. We, we, a lot, most clubs have a, a welfare officer, yeah. but you, it's, and it's for them, you, if they, if they experience or come across something like that, they, they've got somewhere to go. Yeah. They right. can find the information out that they need that's, yeah, and it, it it's it's trial and error. It's not perfect yet, uh, but I'd like it to be. So if the, you know if people do jump on and have a look, sh shameless plug, mate. Um so long as you're not endorsing some sort of like uh you know drinking thing. I can... <laughs> um, you know. I, I've got my your Christmas, Christmas tea. Your Christmas tea. Yeah, yeah, I'm all Christmas up for you. You've done really today. well. I feel really paid <laughs> on this Christmas. The thing is, this podcast is going out in March, so um, it's not going to be. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Idiot, then, I? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes we have to make. 
for all of ourselves, right? That's uh, no, we, we'll we'll put it out before Christmas. Don't worry about that. Um, so so we you know we, we've got a few more minutes just to sort of talk over yeah. anything else you want to cover. Um, anything else you want to talk about in particular? Any other shameless plugs you want to ch chuck in there? Um, <laughs> obviously, make it. I know I've done enough plugging. I've done enough plugging. Thank you very much. Make, make it no, I, yeah, I, 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 I think you. Know, I don't know what to talk to you. It's it. You don't want to go over the same old stuff on these sorts of things, do you? Because otherwise, you end up with you. What do you want to talk about? What are your thoughts? Come on, put me? your thoughts for a minute. Yeah. Wow, nobody's nobody's ever asked me my thoughts. Um, I got loads of thoughts. Mental health is something we all have. You know, that's the that's the key, isn't it? We all have to take care of our own mental health well-being. And there's so many amazing people out there doing their bit. You know, this is the reality. There is not one thing that fixes or solves this big issue. And what you're doing with, you know, I, I reflect on what you've said about your mind, uh, you know, mindset uh, sports pieces. There's so many great organizations. I think that's what we always have to remember. Yeah, you're a small company. I'm a small company. That doesn't mean we can't work together and collaborate and support each other. And I think that's for me the learning from this year has been very much about this exact thing which is don't don't sit in silence don't sit on your own don't try to work your way through this current storm of challenges alone and, it, and I think it's a great analogy for, for how as humans we need to evolve you know and, and that's sort of my thought I think yeah yeah I, I like the idea of collaboration because I, yeah, there is there is, I guess, and it is a very, I've got very short amount of time for anything to go for another meeting, sorry about this, but um, there is a danger that the wellbeing industry becomes a bit like the diet industry. Yeah. And, and I do worry about that and the fact that yeah. we start pulling bits out and, and talking nonsense, yeah. quite frankly, yeah. about it. And people do pick an area and focus on that and then it takes a tangent and, and, and we end up, you know, with so many different competing ideas yeah. that um, rather than banding together and, and going, you know what, let's just, let's just try and make it better for everyone rather than going, no, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. No, this is what you need to do. And everyone's on their own individual journey. And I think that's the key, isn't it? It's, it's that sort of uniqueness. Everybody needs something slightly different. Yeah. There's lots of things out there. Uh, we are going to wrap this up now and, you know, sort of say, say our, our closing points. And I just want to say, from my side, Matt, it's brilliant. I love having conversations with you. It's lovely to catch up with you. I think you wanted to talk to me half an hour every week or something. That's what you said when. <laughs> um, so, so, so we'll make that magic happen as well if if, if we need to. Um, it's been fab. I just really appreciate everything you're doing. Mind, you know, mindset. I wish it well. I hope you thrive and fly. Hope the sports stuff gets picked up by everybody. Anybody that's listening, please do. You know, go and check it out. It's such an important part of communities and, and all those things we could talk about millions of things actually Matt I think that's that's the that's the challenge isn't it put it all into a little package what do you want to say mate over to you you decline thanks for having me um and 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 and, and don't don't I guess be open be honest have those conversations you um and this the stigma is going and it will go the more we talk about it and this is probably just the same as everybody else says but you we need to talk about it. We need to do something about it. Let's not fight each other and, and, and compete. Let's let's work together and make sure that this actually happens. You, um, and thanks for having me. And like I said, we could. 
I'm, I can talk for hours and you can talk for hours and I think we have done this morning. And yeah, we've been talking about. So, um, yeah, I, thank you for doing this. This is great. I love you. Yeah, I love what you're doing. Um, MH2, MH squared, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> I think it's a great thing. on another video for people what that means, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's so so critical, Matt, and it's such a great conversation. I really appreciate your candidacy. I appreciate your honesty um, and your genuine and authentic. And you know, these are unscripted. We don't have a script. We did try five times to get this thing started because I. <laughs> that's the problem when it's unedited and unscripted. I keep forgetting stuff, um, and of course, I always will. That's the reality of this world. You know what? We're not perfect. None of us will ever be. So. Um, thank you so much. If anybody is uh, struggling, you do need some support or if there's any other conversations that you need to have, please know you're not on your own. There are always people to talk to. I know Matt or I are both available if you ever wanted to chat to us. But of course, you can contact Samaritans. Uh, obviously, I'm a massive fan of Samaritans. Samaritans is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on 116123. It's free to call. It offers a safe and confidential environment for you to be able to talk about those things that are worrying you. So for me, thank you so much, Matt. And we'll we'll do the finals goodbyes, and uh, I will speak to you soon. Take care. Zoom wave. Bye. Zoom wave. Yeah. <laughs>